0: You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network.
1: Just think mankini. And folks, that's the way we'll
2: start. Geekiest show ever. Episode 254. Mike's putting on his
1: mankini to welcome the spring weather.
3: What? No. I knew I should have not come on tonight.
1: No. (laughs) This is a good time for the video to be done. Maybe that's why we don't have video. Because, you know, I could possibly be sitting here in my mankini. I'll just let you people. And no, Kevin, pull your shirt up. Kevin, no. Good God.
3: (laughs) Kevin Uh, showing us
2: his
1: cleavage. (laughs) (laughs) More of my chest hair, I was hoping.
3: When it's more than me, it's a problem.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. We, can, we yeah. can compare sometimes.
0: Sometime. <laughs> sometimes, Alisa, I think they can do fine just on their own. It's just <laughs> a matter of whether or not we should let them.
2: <laughs> That's true.
0: It's more fun when you help.
2: Yes, folks, and you hear we're all here. We were not expecting a full house tonight. Alisa, in her her worn-out, blistered state, is, <laughs> is with us. She's been working very, very hard today. And, and
0: I bribed the kids. Yeah. Made it for two weeks in a row, so it will now snow.
2: Yes, it will. And no. it actually snowed here Friday a little bit, but we'll get to that in a minute. And then then there's Mike here in his mankini, so, you know, what can we say, folks?
1: Yeah, and, I, I, I deny that there is or ever was a mankini, so there you go. Mm-hmm. And and as you can hear, folks,
2: I'm not dead, <laughs> even though Mike <laughs> attempted to kill me last week.
1: I just say things to react to him.
2: What what?
0: I still haven't gotten any more updates since that last one.
2: Oh, about me being alive or dead. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll hope that I'm nope. not.
1: Anyway, <laughs> well, does your Apple Watch confirm that you're dead or? Uh, no, it actually says I'm alive. Although this
2: pisses me off. I was out <laughs> working today. Here, I was I was helping removing refrigerators and filing cabinets, and I still barely got any credit. It's like
0: mother. Yeah, I didn't get any kind of move goal from you or anything.
2: Did you, Elisa? I
3: mean, for me or for you?
2: For me for today.
3: Yeah, I'm looking at it. Well, I'm looking at Melissa's. You've got 25% of your move goal and no exercise. Yeah, I was a sloth
0: today. It's Sunday.
3: And (laughs) Kevin, you are at 63% of your calories. Yeah. And nine of your 12 step standing hours.
2: Mike do have
3: any updates from Kevin.
1: It ain't me. Maybe the Apple Watch killed Kevin.
0: Oh, my God, it killed Kevin. What if you, like, unfriend us and, and re-friend us again or, sh- or re-share or something? Well, didn't
3: we try that and it still didn't help?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe we have to unfriend you.
2: Well, I have an update from you, Melissa. I've got fifteen percent, and you burned twenty-eight calories. No, forty-nine. Twenty-five percent.
0: You know, couldn't you pick another day to tell everybody? <laughs> I'm just kidding.
2: You had your watch off. I know a lot today. You didn't have it on.
4: <laughs> there we go.
2: <laughs> but I. But it, I'm, I'm serious. This is ridiculous. That here I was. You know. I, again, we were. I was helping my wife. We pulled out the refrigerator down here and uh, downstairs. We have a spare fridge that we keep. Stuff in. I don't know how else to say
3: it. Body parts.
2: Uh, uh, no, that's the freezer. The.
3: We um, <laughs> don't want it to spoil.
2: Yeah. So the human kidneys and livers, just that. Anyway, the and we, you know that, and then the file cabinet, which has all our other stuff in it. And I'm doing that. We're we're doing stuff, and I'm getting no freaking credit for any of it. I'm like, mother, fudge sticks. So, you I know, don't know.
3: I wonder if it's got anything to do. Well, maybe not. I was going to say, I wonder if it has anything to do with iCloud, but probably not. Maybe you need to shave that part of your wrist. No. (laughs) (laughs) Because, well, we'll talk about this later, but the crap I went through with iCloud this week. Oh. And is everybody up to 10.3.1? Yes. And latest Apple Watch update?
1: Okay. That's what was holding me up, because I told them uh, pre-show that I got my old iPhone 5 out, because that's the only... I device I have that'll run the newest operating system for now. Next year, I'm sure it'll reach uh, or the next up, next big iOS change. It's going to be end of life for that thing. Uh, but uh, I had it's the... It's a
0: 5, right? Not a 5S? Five,
1: 5, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it'll fall off the list this year. But yeah, I think that's what was holding me up from using the Clips app because I was going to install it on that and play around with it and see yep, what it was like. But,
0: it has to have 10.3. Yep.
1: So I went to install so, it. That's that's what the, the uh, holdup was. I went to up uh install and it said you got to have 10.3 so i hit the thing and it's probably still over there spinning its poor tired wheels trying I to get so, that what i was going
0: to ask you how did it go so it hasn't finished yet because i just updated my husband's 5s and it was awful i guess because it's a 16 gig and there wasn't enough space so i had to keep deleting stuff and deleting stuff and that, that didn't work i think i must have tried the update and going through the verification process seven times I lost count, but I think it was about seven times, and finally, it finally updated. So it might take a while.
1: Well, I just grabbed mine while uh, you were talking, and it's on the welcome screen. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh no, Kevin's making clips.
2: No, I'm installing.
3: Oh, so, oh okay.
2: Oh, it's installed I'm doing it right now. That was quick.
1: My luscious took good care of me. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. Well, the That's- uh, and that. That may tie into something else we'll talk about later too.
0: <laughs> Luscious, your your new uh, stripper name?
1: I could, yeah,
2: that could be it. What? Let's see. Luscious <laughs> Lee. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm liking that. I'm liking that. I'm liking that. Well, before we get too far afield, so, uh-huh. you like that? Uh, let's talk about the weather forecast. I can simply report mine in one thing. It's freaking hotter than hell here. I mean, it was like. 78 degrees here today. I made the mistake of walking outside, got all sweaty, came back in, cranked the AC up even higher, turned the ceiling fan up to max speed. I thought the roof was going to fly off the damn house. But uh, yeah, I was just miserable. I had to go take another shower just to cool down. So yeah, and it's just going to be hot here. I Freaking hey.
3: <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm opening windows and doors. And when I didn't think I would be here today, I sent Kevin in, uh, a text with the weather forecast. And I said, this is Kevin's hell and nightmare.
2: (laughs) And it It is. about
3: 68 degrees here today. It was beautiful outside. Tomorrow's supposed to be 76. Tuesday, 81.
2: Yeah, we're looking at the low 80s here.
3: Yeah, and then back down, it's going to be fluctuating. 59, 60, 73, back down to 55. It's kind of schizo. But at least it's at the point where we can take the electric blanket off the bed.
2: God, you have a bl- I don't even have a blanket on the bed. It's to
3: be 91 here on Tuesday, and I still don't take the electric blanket off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't I even a have a blanket on the bed.
1: I want a pair of electric socks as my feet are cold. Of course, I'm not in the basement with my feet resting on. Even though I got socks and slippers on, uh, they're resting on the cold concrete floor, so that sucks the heat out of them pretty seriously, but... Uh, uh, yeah, here it's been kind of rainy. Although it's a good thing, uh, it's been a nice kind of cool. I think hot mid fifties today. Um, we've had a rain, just about half inch rain, which is good. It'll help clear up some of the winter, you know, dust that's left over after the snow melts. Uh, kind of clear things out a little bit. Uh, the rest of the tomorrow is supposed to be kind of overcast. Uh, I don't know if we have much of a chance of rain uh, Of rain, and then maybe Wednesday again rain and then maybe next Saturday a chance of showers. But the temperature is going to be not quite as nice as Elisa's, but I'm still not complaining. I, I'm OK with this. It's like 40s and then, oh, it looks like mid 50s, maybe creeping up to mid 60s by the later in the week. So it's, it's good spring weather. I like this. We get some sun, get it warmed up, so I walk outside with uh, shirt sleeves on and. Uh, this is the the kind of weather I like, so i'm I'm happy i'm miserable <laughs> actually so, though it
3: is allergy season, so
2: well that's true. um I will say though we've had fluctuate we've actually last night and Friday night we had a freeze warning and i've been entertaining myself the last few days the people across the street were having a new roof put on their house. And apparently they hired the roofing crew from the back of the Seven Eleven or something. I'm not really sure, um, because this guy, I mean, it took him till today, till early this afternoon, so five and a half days to put a roof on on a very simple house. And then yes, Elisa, and he even bent it the wrong way. The um, the 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 guy just made a freaking mess out of it. I mean, I feel sorry for this poor woman. I don't know what they paid to have that roof put on, but oh my god, I just we were all laughing, we were just standing here laughing at this. They did as much standing around and talking they'd put down four shingles and they'd go up and sit on the peak of the roof and eat and talk and drink something you know, like water or soda and then they'd put on a half a dozen more shingles and they'd get down and get a sandwich and it's like, oh my god (laughs) I, I, I'm hoping she didn't pay by the hour because she did. She got took, But mm-hmm. uh, the only well, sad part is the entertainment's now gone. But, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, um, you know, you talk about our neighbors. I don't think I have any fear of them listening to this. Ours uh, across the street. Uh, I think they shingled their own uh, garage. But um, they used three different colors of shingles. Um, it looks terrible they've done some remodeling on it it looks terrible I keep really hoping that lightning is going to strike that thing someday and just burn it to the ground because it's it I call it the Franken garage uh just because it looks like Frankenstein's monster kind of cobbled together and we have to sit there look out our living room window and we see this thing and we're just going please dear God lightning strike now
2: well my part my bad part is I mean I'm not a roofer and I Frankly, I don't want to be. And I, we had to have a roof put on our house. I it was been two years ago, maybe three now. I can't remember. Um, but the guy we hired was really good. They were. They did it in a day. I mean, he runs a roofing company. I mean, he pulls up his truck, says the name of his roofing company on it. But they did it in a, in a day, in like two or three hours. And the roof on my house, compared to the one across the street, I would say is almost identical. I mean, size wise. Um, and, you know, and I was just, but then when I look across, I can see waves in the shingles where they were finishing up. The shingles mm-hmm. aren't supposed to be wavy. Mm.
1: <laughs> no, theoretically, they shouldn't. They should
2: um, be flat.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, I've done a little bit of shingling, not enough to qualify me as uh, any sort of roofing uh, person, but I kind of know that, yeah, you do want them flat, you do want them running straight. Um, you know, you do want them looking good. So, uh, yeah, that's probably not exactly ideal.
2: No. And uh, I'm hoping, I feel sorry for this lady. I let, I just hope she doesn't have, you know, any trouble. So we'll see. Anyway, but we'll move on because what we were talking about a minute ago was Mike's having fantasies about his virtual assistants.
1: No, 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 no. Let's not give people any food for, th- uh, fu- uh, fodder for thought here, uh, because let's not go fodder down that trail. But (laughs) anyway, (laughs) Uh, yeah, that was terrible. Bump, yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. no, this was an article I ran across. um, I got to find it in my tabs here. um, From uh, Mashable. It was uh, something that came up on Google, I think it was. But uh, it says, official, people are having sexual fantasies about their digital voice assistants. Um, And if you think about it, there's been people have done fan fiction for all their shows. Some of it is just fiction. Some of it is more like in the, the porno vein. But, uh, you know, people, um, and, you know, people like to anthropomorphize, you know, that word, whatever, um, their, uh, their physical objects around to make them, you know, seem human or whatever. Because you've, I think we've talked about it here before that, or maybe we've done it on uh, the, uh, the other podcast, Sci Fi Tech Talk, where they will take their Roombas and they will decorate it up. And they will do things and make it, you know, personal. Make it their own. And there's been people that have send their Roombas in to have them uh, fixed, and they want. In most times, they just send the replacement back, and they said, "No, I want George back, or whatever they call them, because they've grown attached to their their physical object. They want theirs back." That's um,
3: well, like we name cars and stuff, isn't? Sure. Of like that? Or boats. That was the first thing someone asked me when I bought my car what are you going to name it like car? I, I don't name my car. Yeah, I've,
2: I name my electron portable electronics, but I don't name my car or anything like that.
1: Well, we did, uh, when I was young and maybe cause I was a kid, we had an old blue and white Ford. I think it was, and we sold it to somebody and it was in town here and we'd see it parked along the street every time we went to town. So I just started calling it old Betsy, uh, for no particular reason, I guess. Um, well, I guess have you know, done things like that.
2: Well, I guess the uh, my little car—I have a little Nissan Versa that I commute in most of the time. I call it the hamster mobile, but that's a,
1: <laughs> as long as you don't call it POS. Uh, no, it, it, it just,
2: it's just—it's got a a little tiny engine in it. I mean, the engine in it's like one one fifth the size of the engine in my truck. You know, my brother-in-law's motorcycle has a bigger engine in it than my car does, so I you know. More. So we'll just see, because it's only like a 1.6 liter engine or something like that. Maybe a 1.4, yeah. 1.2. It's a really when tiny you, when little When you're driving
0: engine. up a hill, do you say, I think I can, I think I can, I think mm-hmm. I
2: can. No, I get up to 90 before I start up the hill.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Momentum is your friend. Yeah. This is true. This is very, very true.
0: Well, I still drive a stick shift, so.
2: Oh, I couldn't do that in traffic around here. That'd kill me. That would absolutely kill me. That could be
0: part of my problem. Well, we don't have that much traffic, so oh. not, not parking lots like out there.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. We we have, and then the other evening, I won't go too far down this rattle, I got out of the heavy traffic, and nobody could go faster than 50 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my God, people get the hell out of my way.
3: In the middle lane of the three-lane highway. No, bridge.
2: this was two cars. One would get up to 55 and start to get by in the left-hand lane. The other guy would speed up. They'd get even, and then he'd ease by, but then he'd slow down. And they just kept doing that for about 20 miles. I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to die. <laughs> so yeah, it was it had a nice extra 20 to or so minutes to my commute. So I was just, yes, I was happy about it. But anyway, back to what Mike was mike Mike's sexually fantasizing about his uh, uh the virtual assistant there what did you name yours what do you have uh yours named on your phone mike
1: you uh no <laughs>
2: will you uh, call
1: it kevin <laughs> 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 no i just say hey you uh, do you guys
3: need a moment
1: no <laughs> melissa
3: and i can leave we'll, we'll leave yeah we need
1: a therapist okay. probably is what we need <laughs> no i Boom, didn't name wow, it wow. i don't i don't have a name for it. you know, whatever you know it uh you know it's like hey apple assistant hey google assistant hey you know, Amazon is in the, hey, actually, computer. uh, yeah, that's actually not
3: condimenting. It says PB, BB, do
1: You know that you can do
0: that. What? <laughs> what the hell? Hey, Hey computer.
3: How can I help you? Like, Oh, Batman. <laughs> you,
0: can, you can make it, you can make it talk to you like Batman. My kids are always telling me this stuff.
2: Oh, <laughs> okay. Like hey, the sounds Batman makes. You have a message from the com-
0: That's the same one as before.
2: Um, I'm not sure I have-
0: Hey computer.
3: Welcome home, sir. I have your rom-coms queued up, sorted by decade.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> is that is Try that the Apple time. assistant? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> Okay. If only um, it's- you can you can do the same thing. Like I said, I'm just going to refer to them as, you know, their assistant. So uh, the Amazon assistant over there, you can change it to computer. So you can be uh, very Star Trek and say, you know, computer or whatever. Um, and I haven't done that. Uh, you know, the, uh, the Echo, at least, you can have uh, – it can be either uh, the woman's name. It can be uh, Echo or it can be computer. So you have a few mm-hmm. options there. I don't think – you can do that with the Google one over here, but yeah, there are people, you know, and it would be, I had thought about not because of, you know, any sort of fantasies I had, but I thought with, cause we've got several, um, Amazon products. It's either a tap, a dot or an echo. We got all of them around here. I kind of wish we could give them individual names. So if we were in a specific room and we wanted to do something because our house is, I won't say it's open, but, uh, if we had one in the kitchen and one in the living room, they could hear each other and might get confused. Um, so I thought it would be nice to give them a name so that you could say, Hey, you know, uh, you know, Pam do this. So it would only do the, uh, one in the uh, kitchen, let's say not the up the one in the, uh, um, not didn't the one they, in the, didn't uh, lib- they
3: change that or they were going to change that? So it, well, it, so that the one that was closest to you would be the one that responds.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to put echolocation in there, so they would triangulate um, and and would use it. What do you? Not, oh, good lord! Anything I say now is just going to be taken out of context. Um. um Anyway, uh, so that it'll just whichever – yeah, like I say, whichever one is closest. They've got technology figured in there. And I, I heard that at some point, too, they might also do voice recognition. So just some Yahoo can't come into your house and just start spouting out things and have your echo go crazy or unlock your house or uh, whatever. So that would be kind of interesting, too. But um, like I say, I haven't done it for the you know romantic reasons that some of these people might be doing. I just thought it would be nice to uh, name them individually. Um, so that you can just tell individual ones without having to rely upon that. But like I so say, now that they've got, uh, and I haven't tried it yet, uh, to see if that works, but it should, you know, whichever one's closest to you. Of course, if you want to yell, if you're in the kitchen, you want to yell in the living room to tell, to turn your TV off, I should still do it anyway. It just would, yeah. anyway, but, uh, no, that's the only thing I haven't gone crazy. Like some people have, and you know, um, it's too late for you. That's why. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's too far <laughs> gone, but, uh,
2: yeah, the, the ship sailed yeah, on the crazy that. for you, Mike, like it did for me years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm already out there in the ocean. I think somebody's trying to torpedo it. So I was um, listening to, I don't remember
2: what podcast it was. And they said, if you're ever concerned that, you know, you're visiting somebody's home and they might have, you pick your favorite thing, Echo, you know, Google Home, whatever it is. Just especially if you think they might have an echo yell, hey, you know who, order two tons of cream corn <laughs> and see if
1: it responds and then confirm purchase,
0: please. Something else.
2: Yeah, well, that's true.
1: Well, and hopefully if anybody's smart, they've enabled... Uh, Do you
3: order the Astroglide? How did this get here? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking condoms, but, you know, same thing. Sure.
1: Uh, yeah, that could start a whole marital situation there. But... um if people are smart, they put the um, um, code in that you have to say before it'll buy anything. If you just leave it hanging open like that, um, I think they've said it enough times. You should be warned. Uh, but you know, I, I'm. It's kind of on you if you if people can just order stuff off there without having some sort of. Uh, um, two-factor authentication or whatever you want to call it. Some of my
0: friends patient. on Facebook, now that you now that you say it, it reminds me, one of my friends on Facebook was regaling us with a story about her little boy was taking a bath and he, he yelled out, hey, you know, the name, and ordered what was it, like Monster caffeine drinks and something else, like a case of root beer or something like that, and it did, it ordered it. She had a, It was like one of those parenting moments where you run across the room yelling, no! In slow motion, she so had to go cancel the order.
2: <laughs> oh dear, happen. that's true. That's and that's part of the reason for my for my uh, tap. I don't even have uh, the voice thing turned on. I mean, I can turn it off with my phone, and I keep it off because I'm I'm deathly afraid of somebody doing something and God knows what the hell it's doing anyway. So, yeah, well,
0: I'm, you heard that example that I just gave you of of what you can say to Siri and say, "Hey, computer." My kids are constantly messing with Siri. They're constantly trying to figure out what it can do. And that's why I would never have at least, well, I don't even know how old your kids are supposed to be before you can have one of those things in your house safely without them ordering stuff. They they would have a field day with that.
2: I think I'll send a couple out to you, Melissa. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll ship you half a dozen or so and just you know, let the boys have that.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll send you his bill. We'll <laughs> okay. hook what it was up it you... to your account and see what happens.
2: <laughs> you're
0: <laughs> prime, you're, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> if, you, if you really wanted to have fun, tie it to Elisa's account, then both of the women would be mad at you. Oh, that's true.
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
1: Give um, best
0: funny. shot. I read these, <laughs> these forums where people talk about, you know, ideas for dog names, for pet names. And now I'm thinking about people having lists and ideas for names for their their digital assistants. Well,
1: yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure Jarvis has to uh, rank near the top from the Iron Man movies.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Just like back when uh, wireless networks first became popular, you know, in homes and stuff. Our old office building used to be, for some reason, was in the middle of a uh, residential development. And I turned on the Wi-Fi finder one time, and I counted 10 or 15 Skynets. I went, really, people? Mm-hmm. You cannot <laughs> get any more crazy. I
0: still see that.
1: So uh, I, like, I just <laughs> called mine uh, the McPeak router of death. Hopefully that kind of gave <laughs> people a clue as to... Or, uh, or maybe they took it as a challenge. I guess. Mom,
0: it's this one is one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> my son just went to uh, the Sarsaf Science Fair and won second place for his grades, so we're very proud of our, our little boy there. Thank you. <laughs> and his project was on Wi-Fi signals and he used different materials to test to see how it would affect the signal and in the research that we were doing we came across those lists and so we decided to name, you know title it because it was just so common pretty fly for a wi-fi oh cool
2: <laughs> <laughs> well my uh, my neighbor went for when i first turned on my wi-fi he knew who it was because i call mine crap in the wind and then i i loved guy when guy was out here for our geeky play date a couple months ago i put him on my guest network it's called guest crap in the wind
0: so so, you know i think you should rename it to love goo
1: (gasps) oh mike's love goo (laughs) oh lord it's taking on a life of
2: its own (laughs) (laughs) though
0: it's got its own wi-fi network
2: (laughs) when i carry my i have a little uh I don't use it much well, nobody's anymore.
0: Gonna wanna, nobody's gonna want to. Nobody's gonna want to connect to it with a name like that. Well,
2: so, I had, I had a little one of those Myths. I still got it. I just don't use it much anymore. Yeah. But it, you, I just had it. I had FBI surveillance. You know, that was just the name of it. So if somebody came across <laughs> it. That's what they saw. I still <laughs>
0: see that name when I. I was in uh, the queue to pick up the kids at school and I decided to see what kind of Wi-Fi networks were nearby. I was actually doing a, a test to see how close I could get to the school before the iPads that I had MDM and we deploying, were going to connect to the school's hotspot. And I saw a couple of them in FBI. So FBI surveillance van was one, one of those on the list. So it's still popular.
2: Yeah. And I also see the one that says black van across the street.
1: You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. One
0: time I saw one, it was called Gaggle of Midgets. <laughs> oh,
1: God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I would name mine uh, Mike's Love Goo, but uh, we have a couple of the kids that go to school where I work as a custodian. One lives, or a couple of them live next door and one lives across the street. Somehow <laughs> I think they'd get back to school and there would be some uncomfortable questions. So I think just for the sake of future employment, I won't. Uh, yeah, the, the questions better. are gonna be more uncomfortable than the ones we hit you with. <laughs> uh probably so. Although I am tempted to uh, uh you know, if they were ever looking at the Wi Fi name they may be entitled to maybe entitle it Get the Hell Off My Lawn. Uh Or Off My land
0: Get off my yeah. land, I've seen.
1: Uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that
0: would make sense <laughs> since you're a janitor.
1: <laughs> well yeah. Gooby gone. Yeah, see that's Gooby gone There's nothing wrong with that. Gooby gone. God. Ah, yes,
2: a goobie gun. So, all right, well, we've, Mike's had his sexual fantasies for the week, so. Uh,
1: again, not me reporting an article. I don't want people to think I'm sort of a perv. Mm-hmm. I'm an innocent mm-hmm. victim here. With I'm here with people with dirty yeah. minds. Anything I say is just misconstrued and taken out of context. Yeah,
2: right. Anyway, he
3: protest that is too a much. disclaimer.
1: And me think he doth protest, <laughs> protest
3: too much. <laughs>
1: Why do you think I have the video off anyway? <laughs> and we oh. thought it was for another reason. <laughs> yeah, because my camera isn't working. Yeah. And while, we were, while we were talking, I, while I had my phone, I'm going to give you a quick update. I'm not going to be able to play with clips because it's not compatible with my iPhone 5. Oh. So. Well, that That's means Mike can't you. clip himself. So. What?
2: <laughs> Never no mind. No clip for you. No clip for yeah. you. Anyway, so since we're since we're kind of far afield, I'll just turn the ship around in a whole other direction here, and, you, uh, and and talk about the iCloud hack that wasn't. If anybody remembers, there was the, the Turkish crime family supposedly had was it a quarter of a million? I kept hearing different numbers, anywhere from a quarter of a million to half a million to however uh, iCloud accounts and passwords. And that if Apple didn't pay up, that on April 7th, which as we record is two days ago, they were going to disable and wipe iPhones. I heard nothing of anybody I, complaining I about totally it.
3: I totally forgot about it.
2: Oh, I didn't forget about it. It was just... <laughs> well, that great... shows
3: how much of an impression it made. I yeah. completely forgot about
2: it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like... Yeah, I don't think there's any hack going on here, folks. I don't know. I'm what...
0: I'm looking. I'm trying to find something to read on it so I could speak intelligently about it, and I can't see anything recent. Everything's from back in March.
2: Please don't speak intelligently on this show.
0: Oh, darn. Okay. You're sorry. on the wrong show. Right, I'll save that
1: for my other show.
2: Yeah, I was going like, say, please, yeah, <laughs> let's not talk intelligent here. Oh, <laughs> we don't want to ruin our uh, reputation.
1: You'll offend we, no, we have no fear of that, so.
2: Yeah, but... I I was because I had a whole bunch of people that I worked with were asking, oh, no, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? All that, you know, they're going back and forth. I had a couple friends ask me, I got to turn on two factor authentication real quick. I went, calm down. The sky is not falling. They have done nothing.
0: that That came with the. So that's interesting. You said that because like I just updated my husband's iPhone last night and I noticed that it. like it strongly it puts it in front of you did that happen to you guys or because you already have i already have two factor yeah i already have two step turned on so it didn't bug me on mine i think it's because i have two step there's two step and there's two factor yeah i think if you didn't have two step on then it will nag you about putting on two factor
2: yeah mine did hit me up for it i don't have it on right now and i know i should but there's another reason i don't um
1: What's what's the difference? I'm uh, blanking. It's very right now.
3: confusing as to what the difference is. I know. And I just
0: looked this up the other day and I think I'd, it would be fresh in my brain. But that's not how my brain works. Um, best I can tell is 2 factor what what Apple wants you to enable to keep yourself safe from this is, is to really protect you against. They're both really designed to protect you against social engineering, which is basically what happens to people. We don't necessarily get viruses um we get malware, but it's all comes through as in the form of a social engineered hack. so it's it's something that you did or didn't do. you know it's something that you fell for, basically. and it's supposed to protect you by throwing up a um, Verification code. So it's. I think the way that it works with two factors is it's something you have and something you know. Those are the two parts. Part one is something you have, which would be another device. So when you, like, say, for example, if I were going to be troubleshooting something for my dad and I needed to log into his account, his iCloud account, I would have to call him up and say, Dad, I'm going to log into your iCloud account now with your username and password. But I'm not going to be able to move forward until you tell me what the verification code is. That would be like basically like a hired man in the middle kind of attack would be daughter in the middle attack, I guess you could say. (laughs) So he I would have to call him and he would have to read off to me that verification code. I would enter that and then I would be able to go look it up or help him or do whatever needs to be done. I mean, same thing if you need to go log into something, some other Apple product. You need to have something in your hand, which would be an iPhone, an iPad, or any other device, your Apple Watch or whatever, and you would need to know the verification code to be able to answer the question to move forward. That's two-factor. Two-step verification is is similar in that you need two pieces, but I don't think you need to have two things necessarily. So two-step, meaning that when I set this up on my iCloud account originally, it gave me an extra... I don't know what they referred to. Like, I don't know the exact vocabulary term. I think it was another verification code, but it wasn't called a verification code. There's a special key. I can look it up then. I'll make lots of noise doing it. But uh, I have to have that, like, saved in my own password. And if I don't have that and I need to go verify myself, I'm not going to be able to get in. I have to have that information. And that particular password, or it's similar to an app-specific password, but this is in addition to that. It's a very special, It's a, I think it's a rescue key or a rescue authorization key or something like that. And you have to keep that under lock and key and never, ever lose that because you need that to verify yourself. So two factor will nag you each and every time. That's why I do disable it for a lot of my seniors right away in order to be able to teach them because it really kind of gets in our way. And then I sort of like kind of teach them about security and then I have them enable it and I teach them what this is because otherwise it scares the hell out of them. A, B, they don't understand it. So they get plagued by the message that comes up. Well, did you forget your password? And then they go and they reset their password. So it ends up doing more harm than good in certain situations. It's not always good for everyone. But you need to explain it to them. In fact, I should go find it and put it in the show notes. There are some really, really great Betty White videos. I have them on my, my Mac Mommy Facebook page if anybody's ever interested. Uh, she released a ton of these PSAs that were all about two-factor authentication but explained by Betty White. And I thought it was really hilarious. But oh, they yeah. don't talk about two-step verification much anymore because two factors like the latest hotness. Because I guess they figure like everybody has some other secondary device. You know, so again, it's something you have and something you know. The thing that you have, meaning the device, and the thing that you know, meaning the verification code. But what screws up a lot of people is they they write down that verification code and then they think that that's their new password. And they think that they have to know that new verification code. And they don't understand that it's just a one-time thing, that they only need to enter it that one time and then it's regenerated. It's only a one-time code. So two-step verification was what um, preceded two factor, I think. And so that's what I have originally set up and I just haven't changed it. So I'm still secure in that. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a perfect, no, there's no such thing as a perfect situation, but it's a much more secure situation because someone would have to have that rescue key in order to be able to get to my stuff. So that's why I feel secure. The only reason I was going to change it to two factor authentication was because I wanted to see how cool it was to unlock my watch. And I've just been lazy as my only excuse.
2: So. Well, and, and, I know, I and I know our friend Allison did a whole episode or a section of one episode about her trials and tribulations with two-step versus two-factor authentication. Maybe um, that'll
0: explain it better, too.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I would refer people to go listen to that. I'll try to remember to link that in the show notes to which episodes they were. Um, it's definitely but-
0: worth talking about in this day and age. Um, the thing that that really just kind of disturbs me still is when this this new update, this 10.3.1 came out, or even 10.3, because uh, I just experienced it with installing it on my husband's phone. It kind of throws it up in your face, and it's like, unless you understand what all the ramifications are, unless you understand that when you enable this, you're going to constantly be nagged about it. You know, it can it can kind of scare people, and then they think that they got hacked because this is showing up. You see how they can get kind of confused? And so yeah. they they might say, yeah, go ahead, or no, don't do it. It just kind of depends on your personality. Some people don't read it and they just tap something to get it out of the way. And then they don't realize that they in, that they installed it. And then they think that they got hacked because now it keeps coming up with these codes that they have to enter and they don't understand that it's actually for their security. So it, it just, I think, it like I said, it bears repeating, it bears being talked about because I don't think enough people really truly understand what they're getting themselves into and why and why it's a really good idea i support it it really should be done but i think you really need to understand what's actually going on before you actually do it so everybody take their grandmother by the hand and sit them down and explain to them what it is and and tell them every day you see them (laughs) just keep re-explaining it keep reminding them that no it's not their new password it's only a one-time thing just reassure people
2: yeah, well, you know, this after, or I guess it was this morning, actually, I was uh, doing AirPlay from my iPad to the Apple TV. And I guess because of the update, it popped up that code again to verify the AirPlay thing between the two devices. I went, what the? Oh, and I went, "Oh yeah, I did update my iPad. So it was like, it was just strange. But, you know, these things, if people don't understand them, and that's what I found, you know, in the years that I've spent in IT, Uh, It it really does generate a ton of questions because, you know, we take this stuff for granted. We read the notices. It comes back to the thing too many people just click through stuff. They don't stop and read it. Complacency
0: is the biggest enemy. I just had a conversation with my dad about it today, and he started to ask me questions. And then I thought to myself in my brain, I thought, oh, boy, here we go. Okay, he wants a really simple answer to a really complex thing. And I don't know if I can deliver on that. And so I started to explain it to him and I could already tell like his eyes were glazing over and he was like, you know what? I don't really have time to talk about this. I need to go do my gardening. <laughs> you know? And he's talking about these, this, that, and the other thing I'm like, well, you know, it's a priority if, if you want to be safe. Oh, it's fine. You know? And yet he tells me, examples. I'm sorry. I'm picking on my dad. Sorry, dad. If you're listening to this, he's not going to listen to it. What am I trying to say? He doesn't even understand what podcasts are, but someday, (laughs) but I keep trying to tell him, you know, you got to be careful with this stuff. He's the type of person that will fall for a, an ad or one of those Facebook quizzes or something where you don't realize what it's doing and it says, oh, well, we need your permission to do this, that, the other thing. And you're really kind of giving them access to your account. Next thing you know, your account is getting cloned or it's getting hacked or people are getting posts that, that look like they're coming from you, but they're really not coming from you. You know, and he's had that happen to him. And yet he turns around and says, oh, no, that stuff doesn't happen. And i are like, daddy, it just did. <laughs> you know, you got to be careful. You really I just find that a
3: lot off. of people if they don't know people like us, because I mean I have friends that'll say, well, what should I do in this case? Or what about this? They don't know enough to go onto Google and look it up. Just to get yeah. like a, just yeah. an introductory idea of what's going on and then have just a little bit of knowledge, maybe not be well-versed in it, but at least have a rough idea. Is this something I need to be concerned about? Yes or no. And then pursue it further. They just call, they either call people like us, you know, a friend or a family member that is more, um, more knowledgeable about computers and technology, or they just, like you were saying, they just just click through, okay, okay, mm-hmm. and then get themselves in a position where they don't know what to do now. Yeah. I think
0: part of that, though, too, is they don't know how to Google, because I've watched people Google stuff, and they either just don't know the right search terms to enter, and then... They'll invariably get themselves on a security website that then wants to try to sell them something or get them to install some kind of security cleaner. And then of course we know what happens then. <laughs> I mean yeah. it's just it's a mess. Or they click an ad. They they don't it's like they it's like the critical thinking skills that are required for that area are kinda not really there or they're they're just not polished enough. I don't know. I don't want to say it's hard to say anything without really offending anybody. But yeah, I mean, I think that's why there will always be an IT sector. There will always be people like us. There will always be people who are paid to do those kinds of jobs because I think it just takes different kinds of thinking or different brain cells or something.
2: Well, I'm not going to call out. I have a family member that is very good at critical thinking with everything except when it comes to IT stuff. I don't mind helping this family member, never have, and I always will help this family member. But, to, you know, you can throw up a problem like, how am I going to uh, frame um, in, frame around this ductwork in, in my basement? I'm just going to use that as an example because I'm looking up at that above me. And this person can, you know, in a matter of minutes, give you the perfect way to do that. But... Mm-hmm. You know, this is also the same person that's gotten trapped by, um, you know, clicking on the wrong thing on the screen and getting viruses or getting Mm -hmm. browser helper crap installed and all this other stuff. And it's you know, it's it's all in where you think about things. I don't, you know, to me, framing is I just need to get wood around this. I don't, (laughs) and I need to make sure it's not going to fall on my head. But you know, accounting for all the other stuff is something different. I think it's, you know, first it goes to where you're focused and what your ideas are, where your brain's focused, not where your ideas and your brain are. And then I think it goes further to the fact of, it gets to the critical thinking portion of things.
0: It's how you think about it, how you ask the right. questions, how you right. phrase the questions, because how you do a search can really give you different results depending on what you type in. And, you know, it's like, it's not that people are dumb. They say they're dumb. This is what always slays me. It's like, oh, I'm so dumb. I, oh, I, I hear that I'm too. I'm so not tech savvy. You know, it's like, they sound like Eeyore, like, I'm so not tech savvy. Like, But yet they could build a house, you know, or they can, right. they can do all these other great, terrific things. So they're not dumb. And I wish they would stop telling themselves that they're dumb or telling me that they're dumb as if it's like some kind of sheepish call to action and, and way to ask for help, like, they just don't understand what to type in. It's just not their thing. Well, so I'd yeah. almost rather they ask me than try to Google it themselves. Well, you know, it's interesting about that,
3: What's interesting is I read this article a while ago and it said, just, just what you said, Melissa, it said if someone doesn't know how to work with computers very well, they'll go, oh, I'm so stupid about computers. But if they don't know how to cook, they don't say, oh, I'm so stupid, I don't know how to cook. Or if they don't know how to paint, I'm so stupid, I don't know how to paint. They don't say that. They just say, I don't know how to cook. Or I don't know how to yeah, paint. why is
0: that? Why is that? But what when it comes it to computers and, computers and
3: technology, they say, I'm stupid. Hmm. Because yeah. And, yeah. being able to work with computers being know, knowledgeable yeah. of something. And I know people who do that. They'll say, like, I have one friend. She'll always say to me, she'll always ask me how to do something, even though she's a Windows user, because she goes, oh, I'm too stupid with computers. Hmm. And she's Weird. got a master's degree in her chosen field. She's not stupid. Well, you know, Sometimes I wonder if if
0: it's using maybe Windows or any particular, I don't know, I, I sorry, I have to pick on Windows because, well, I guess it happens with Mac too. Something about using certain platforms in certain ways, or maybe they just weren't, maybe it was how they were introduced to it. But for some reason, it's like, I guess maybe they just feel like they're not smart because they can't do it.
1: Well, uh, what, what, I, what gives them that thought? What, why do they think that about themselves? Well, I would put it this way. Uh, you know, you brought up Windows. That kind of made me think a little bit. Mac is a little bit, it has its confusing spots, but it's a little bit more straightforward. Whereas mm-hmm. when you get into Windows, there could be about three or four different ways to do the same thing. Because I go over to help my next door neighbor over here uh, with her, I'm her tech support. And and I showed her and I try to remember just show her one way and don't give her the options because this will confuse her. But, yeah. you know, I you can drag a file over or you can right click on it or you can copy it. You know, you have different ways to do it. And I think it's just that if it was if it was more like, you know, less it's that complex, way on the
0: Mac, too, though, because I it, run into no, that all is. the time.
1: Yeah, there is that there. But like I said, and um, but I you have fewer Options, I believe, on the Mac. You still kind of have to hunt to find where certain things are. And, you, you know, and there's been a few times when we scratched our heads, I think, and went, Really? Apple tucked that setting down in this, you know, place and in, in settings mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've had a times when we've scratched our heads and went, Really? But I think maybe it's the fact that if it was now, you know, I have to wonder uh, if these people use tablets, because tablets is pretty much. There's not a lot of you can't wander off the path too far. Oh, you'd be surprised. Well, maybe I would be, but you know, it's not like you can get into the file system. It's mm-hmm. not like you can do a bunch of other things. It's pretty much you know, you see this, you click on it. I'm just thinking that if it was, uh, you know, I, maybe the way that the reason why they feel stupid is because they don't. There's too many options there for them to to comprehend, and maybe that's where that is feeling. I'm just doing some armchair psychological. Uh,
0: no, I think it's fascinating. It. I mean, I watch, you know, older people use it and I think maybe it could be a generational thing. I, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? But it seems like my my guys will, when they pick up a tablet or a phone, they don't understand why they can't interact with the touch display in a way that they expect to, like, I, I'll do something, I'll demonstrate it. And we'll, I'll say to them, I always say this, okay, let's play monkey see monkey do. I'll do it here on mine and then you copy, you know, so that I'm not poking their screen or, or making something show up. And they go and they try to copy that. But what they don't realize is that like a little part of their left thumb is still touching the upper corner of the screen. And so the screen isn't reacting. And they, like, they don't even know how to hold the device in such a way so that only one area, only one finger is, is operating the screen at a time. Yeah, I watched my grandmother do that. I, I said, here, Grandma, you know, I, I wanted to see her. She's going to be 94. God love her. And I wanted to see her draw something. So I gave her a stylus. And she instinctively or not instinctively, you know, went to grip it. But she didn't understand that part of her finger, she was holding it. And her in the upper left hand corner, her thumb, just a little piece of her thumb was resting on the corner. It had gone past that bezel area. And so it wouldn't it wouldn't go. <laughs> it wouldn't make any contact with the stylus that she was using. And I and I had to gently move her hand out of the way. I was like, here grandma, you gotta you gotta put your thumb over here. Well, how was she supposed to know that?
1: Right. You know because what I mean? When- it was the
0: first time she picked up a piece of glass
1: well, with paper, you didn't ever—you never had to worry about where your hand was situated, uh-huh. as long as it wasn't in the ink. You didn't have to worry about it. I mean, but so that it,
0: is like a basic level thing that we all take for granted,
1: right? Yeah, and it—it it, it is tough.
2: I know when I've demonstrated, you know, touch devices to to members of the family and stuff like that. It's like, well, you—and know, then to hear try it. The one good thing that I used to use that really helped people understand what you're talking about, Melissa. And I don't know if it's still available in the App Store. Is an application called I think it was called Koi Pond or something. Yes. And yes. You uh-huh. tapped I, it I and it made ripples on the screen. You know, mm-hmm. you, so you could see where you were touching it, and yep. and people were fascinated first by the fact, you know, how real it looked.
0: I'm glad you reminded me of that because I'm going to go look and see. I don't know if it's still available in that, but that was one of the first uh, apps yep. that I saw was installed on the little kid computers because of that, and that's probably why. In fact, I. I did employ that. I always, I would always look for little kid apps, like when I'm when I'm working with senior citizens. And it sounds so silly, but like you, it just exactly like you described. You want to start with something that shows them how the interface reacts in a way that's not going to make them feel stupid. Like, oh, I just moved something off the screen that I didn't mean to move, you know what I mean? Or I was typing something and now my text just completely disappeared. You know, you're going to really, you're going to hand someone a piece of glass and teach them how to compose an email and that's the first thing you're going to show them? No, show them how to move the little fish around, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. So stuff like that really helps. Um, And I never mind giving anybody help, but aside tangent, I had a relative that came to me for help and said, you know, I want to buy a new computer. What do you recommend? And do want to stay with Windows. I said, okay. So I went through, gave my recommendation. I said, here's, you know, six or eight different ones to choose from. Comes Mm -hmm. back to me, well, my brother-in-law says I should buy this. I said, what's Mm -hmm. your brother-in-law know about computers? Nothing. He just really likes this one. I went, Mm -hmm. you asked, I told you. Well, what do you think of this one? I said, I think it's a piece of crap.
0: Right, that's why I didn't suggest it in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> don't like, you love it?
2: And it's like, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the recommendation. You know, and this was a Windows computer, and I'm saying, this is why I'm telling you, you asked for these things. But he says it's this is a better computer. He's used one for years. I said, I don't care. They're junk. I don't like them. <laughs> so you ask- are you asking right. me? Yeah. So I said, buy whatever you want. I've given you my recommendation. But I said, if you buy the other thing, don't come looking to me for any exactly. further help. Exactly,
0: yeah. If you want my help and then you want my support on top of that help, don't get something that I just can't support you on.
2: Yeah, I mean, our, our friend Bart Bushots, I mean, I've heard him talk about this, how he um, eventually got most of his family to convert over to Mac because he didn't want to help them. He still says, I still help them. <laughs> it's just a lot less help that I have to give them since they're all using right. Macs. Yeah. But again, I I don't care because I have to use Windows all the time, and I'm okay with it. But it's just like, don't come to me for advice, then go askew, and then ask me why it doesn't work. You don't get that.
0: And it's interesting because I was just also going to bring up the the fact that. I don't know if this happens to you guys, but I've I experienced it when I worked at at the school or even in volunteering. It's like people will they so badly want to ask you for help. It's it's a it's a very bittersweet twisted mix of emotions. Cause on one hand, I kinda like that feeling of like Wow, well, they think I'm a rock star. And it's like they want to ask you for their for your autograph, but they're kind of timid, you know. It's like, I know you're really busy, you know, but could you just maybe help me with this one thing? And they, ha- they like, have this, like, look of wincing on their face, you know. It's almost like as if you've walked by and, oh, my God, there she is. Let's let's go grab her, but, but don't ask her too many questions because then she might not come back. We don't want to scare her off, you know. It's like they treat you like you're this wild animal or this deer that's going to run off or something. Do you guys get that at all where people are kind of, um, I mean, and I'm a friendly person, like, yes, I want to help you. I live for this stuff really, truly. I really do like it when people ask me for help, but I'm a mom. I like to feel needed. Maybe it's that nurturing feeling that I have, but when they're like afraid to ask questions or then, you know, then I told them to ask me for help and then they didn't, and then something happened and they lost data or, or something something bad, you know, negatively impacted their user experience. And I'm like, oh, you should have asked me for help. And, oh, you're too busy. I don't want to bother you kind of a thing. You know, where it's like, on one hand, it's like that. But then on the other hand, it's like, well, don't come ask me for help if you don't get this. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a contradiction.
2: No, no, I, again, I never mind helping anybody, you know, even outside of computers. Um, you know, if it's something that I have, not. <clears throat> excuse me, if I have knowledge of and I'm willing to share it, that's fine, and and I'm always willing to do that. I, I've never turned anybody down. I mean, I can remember at one point in my life where I had a, a lady that was older than I was, and she, she called me, and she was asking me something, and I'm saying, okay, click here, click here, click here, click here. She said, you're not in front of your computer, you said. I said, I know. She said, you have it memorized? I said, yes, Jane, I do have it memorized. <laughs> this is just something... That's always there, and 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 she was just dumbfounded by that. And I never minded helping her. I mean, her, her husband were a lot of fun. They they're, they're uh, they had a big old white bird that used to entertain me when I'd go to the house or something like that. Um, so again, I never minded helping, but it was just it was just you know that I had these things memorized was like had people inspired. And I went no, if you do it a few thousand times, you tend to remember these things. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Melissa, you're yes. muted. We can't hear you.
0: Oh, Ow. is that better? Yes, now we <laughs> can I hear. I get frustrated with myself when I can't remember something. Like, yeah, it should be there. It should be in my brain, but oh, that little part got written over or something.
2: Well, I just had a I had an instance here um, a little while ago. My uh, one of my kids was having a problem with uh, Skype on the on their Android phone and couldn't figure out what was going on. What did you do to the network? Blah, 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 blah. I said, I did nothing. It works on everything. The fact that it's not working on your phone, I can't help it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and just <laughs> the whole thing. What is that noise? Do you hear it? Or am I the only one mm-hmm. who hears yeah. the chirp? Yeah. yeah,
0: I was hearing it.
1: Uh, there it is. is I'll it mute myself. Play?
0: Well, let me try muting it and see if it's me. It might be me.
1: Well, your video suddenly appeared. And that's when the uh, chirping started. Noise. Yeah,
0: my video.
2: Yeah, we're yeah, seeing your you videos
0: on. Really? Hello. Yeah,
2: you're oh, wearing a blue shirt.
0: <laughs> I, I'm glad I'm wearing a shirt, actually.
2: <laughs> Damn. Bomb <laughs>
3: <Damn. laughs> um, chickawawa. There well, I we was
0: gonna go change into my tie dye so that uh, Kevin and I could be
2: <laughs> matching. Could be twinsies. And so, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so you know. Again, it's when you do support. I don't mind. As we said, it's it's great to help people, but um, they need to take the help that you offer. And that's true.
1: Yeah, that's right. a good point. Yeah, well, like the, I say, my neighbor next door. You know, and she calls me kind of the same thing. She calls me, Mike. I hate to disturb you. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I come over, I help her. And the thing is, and I don't ask for any help. You know, Midwestern attitude here is kind of like you know I. I'm too, you know, I don't ask for anything, but when I walk out the door, she usually just kind of takes my hand and slips a bill in there or something. Oh, so, sweet. You know, yeah. on the Yeah, it is. And like I said, and I've helped her out. And, uh, like I said, she, I, I owe her a certain amount because I have a certain amount of geek cred because I flashed the bios on her sewing machine. So not many, uh, <laughs> giddy, cool. not many geeks can say that. So, um, but yeah, like I say, she's nice and, you know, uh, but, yeah, it, you don't mind helping. And I get that even around here sometimes. You know, we, we hear you're like a computer guru, and I went, well, I know stuff. but uh, you know, I know. And it's just, that
0: bugs me, too. And they say, you're a genius. I'm like, yeah, I wish I was paid
1: like a genius. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and, I you know, there's things. I don't – I'm not Windows enough, so I, I try not. But, you know, I try to help them when I can. And sometimes if it's something I don't want to do, I kind of forget to call them back. I'm – okay, I'm not the best person in the world, but uh, – <laughs> You know sometimes you would be you. okay, well, that's your mistake, but anyway, I um yeah, I but you know
2: my
1: lesson yet. yeah it it's it's kinda nice uh you have your talents recognized, so
2: yeah, and again, I used to do this uh on the side, actually, I only quit doing it on the side a couple of years ago, I mean, I was getting i think I charged last bills I sent out were seventy five or eighty five dollars an hour. And I had a 1.5 hour minimum if you wanted me to come do something. Because I was doing stuff for a local fitness center. And I don't know who the day people were going in these fitness centers and doing, you know, managers, I'll call them. My God, they would trash the damn computers. And Mm -hmm. it was costing them. I I finally got to the point, I said, I can't do this anymore. I "I have a full-time job. And this is almost becoming a full-time job for me to try to do it. So... I I, I just finally said, "Look, I'll get here's a couple people local. I will recommend them to you. I know they're very knowledgeable. If you have problems, this is who you need to call because they were also slow about paying."
0: There's some times when there's people that are kind of beyond your scope of being able to help them. (laughs) Maybe they just require a little bit more, a little bit more time, a little bit more intensive working. Yeah, I happened to me with small businesses and stuff like yeah you're you're graduating now we're taking the training wheels off and we're gonna we're gonna send you
2: upstream a little bit there we're just gonna push you down the
0: damn hill they've outgrown my services
1: (laughs) there's been a few people i've wanted to tell them i don't have the right kind of degree to help you above
0: Um, your pay grade
1: (laughs) yeah
2: yeah way above
0: well, so things like, just to get back to this this iCloud hack that wasn't kind of a thing, it it disturbed me greatly because of, like, my kinds of clientele. Well, they'll see this in the mainstream news, and they'll freak out about it. And then they ask me what it is, whereas, like, I've looked at it, and I've been like, eh, I kind of take this kind of nonchalant attitude about it. Like, you know, it may be serious, but it may not be. But again, I mean, I kind of looked at it as being more of a, a social engineering kind of a thing.
2: Yeah, I and mean, I... I had a friend uh, and a co-worker that came to me. Did you hear this on the news this morning? And, and she was real upset. I said, chill out. It's okay. I heard nothing about it on any of my Apple-centric news stuff that, that people were really concerned about it. And anytime the mainstream media puts out a tech story,
0: yeah, it,
2: they, they're always either way behind or they're taking some little nugget. And just blowing it That's way what out of hate proportion. About it. They're,
0: they blow it way out of proportion because it's for ratings. It's for clickbait. They make it sound way more serious than it is so that, you know, scary people, scary cats will like click on it and like, oh my God, it's so serious. And then they just run it into something that it's not. It drives me crazy. Yeah,
2: it, it is. And it feeds into the whole other problem with
0: mass hysteria uh, and fake
2: yeah. news. And- yeah, it's just. Chill out! I tell people, you know, believe a third of what you see, and you know, less than that of what you hear. It's just, it's not worth it. It's just
0: right. It's like that quote from Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln that says that you shouldn't believe everything you see on the internet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there was a funny one. I think I retweeted it the other day. Uh, there was a Yelp review by Abraham Lincoln of a uh, Ford's Theater. He oh, goes, yeah. he said, "I wouldn't go there. I was murdered there."
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So on, on, on the fact of Yelp's will uh, and reviews and stuff, why don't we move on over to our picks this week? And since uh, both Melissa, Melissa, Melissa,
0: that's what we are now. We're like Bennifer. We're Melissa. Well, there you go.
2: <laughs> since I know uh, Melissa and Elisa, we're not sure what they were going to pick. I'm going to hit up Mike first and make him go first.
1: Sure. Okay, and Kevin and I. Well, I kind of changed it mid-podcaster. I altered it slightly because um, we had pretty similar things. But then I went and kind of changed it a little bit. So I'm getting a Alpha uh, Alienware Alpha uh, Mini Desktop, basically a Steam machine. Um, huh. It was originally going to be a laptop, but I thought, well, okay. And I do kind of. Uh, this is something I would kind of like to have at some point because uh, a nice gaming desktop computer, uh, hook it up to the TV, but I want something with a uh, NVIDIA GTX uh, graphics card in it because my NVIDIA uh, tablet will stream from GTX graphic cards. Uh, I wish it was just stream from the PC itself, but it it, it uses the GTX card in the computer to stream it. It's supposed to be a better way to do it, but I don't have anything with that modern a card in it. So it would be kind of nice to have that so I could maybe we actually fix up the family room downstairs here, uh, put a TV in there, put a gaming laptop or gaming Desktop in there so I can play games. And then if I want to go upstairs or go someplace else, any place where we got good Wi Fi reception, I can take the uh, tablet and play my PC games on the tablet anywhere I want in the house. I don't have to drag like a laptop around. I can just take my little uh, uh, seven inch tablet around and uh, use that to uh, participate in my games. So, oh,
2: wait, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, I was <laughs> muted there for a second. Um, no, that's cool though. I like that idea. Um, actually, when it comes to those mini desktops like that, I talked about last week, um, and uh, that my Mac Mini, you know, God bless the thing, it's ten years old. It's it's not working on the uh, Wi-Fi network anymore. But I, I've considered that what I'm going to do, as I said, if I have to replace it, I'm going to get you know either a mini PC or one of those PCs on a stick. I thought about a Chrome one, but then I changed my mind on that. Uh, and that's what I'll let the kids use because I can, you know, that thing's a hundred and some dollars. I think I, the one I looked at was $129, 32 gigs. I can back that up on one of my, you know, I only have a couple thumb drives, but I'm sure I could find one I could back it up to. So if mm, they. Sc- you
3: might have to buy another one.
2: That's possible. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I could back it up. If they screw it, 10 minutes, it's back to where it was, factory settings, and all said and done. So. Yeah, no, I, I like the idea of this, Mike. I've actually toyed with something like this for the upstairs TV just to be different. But yeah. Anyway, so Mike alluded to my pick, and my pick was because I watched a video review of this. It's the new Asus gaming laptop. It's the GL553VE. Uh, it comes in a ton of configurations. The link I'm going to put in the show notes, it's uh, a little over $1, $1,000, a thousand seventeen but there are configurations all the way oh, down we to over. down to like 900 bucks and it's really cool because it's got the LED backlit keyboard that does the rainbow effect and everything like that you know, it it's really cool and it gets a good rating um for gaming and gaming performance I mean it's not light, it's I think the thing's like 4 pounds or give or take a little bit and but you know, it would be kind of fun. It's got the red black details on it. I mean, ASUS makes good stuff. I've bought their stuff before. I don't have any problem with ASUS computers. Mm-hmm. Um, but this thing just looked cool. I could sit around and play games. It make I could put Steam on it, you know, and, and to play upstairs and 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 maybe you know share it. I might be willing to share. I don't know, but we'll see. <laughs> but you know, I could well. be talked into sharing. Unlike Mike's love goo, I don't share as easily as, as that. Charge does. a ransom. There you well,
1: go. Yeah. Uh, no, I've kind of Jones for uh, uh, ASUS laptop, the ROG Republic of gaming laptop. Um, they're they're kind of cool, and yeah, uh, I've looked at them and I've halfway uh, considered getting one, but I kind of backed off. But yeah, they're they are nice laptops. Uh, let's see if uh, this has got a spinning hard drive in it. But you can get them
2: with solid state or solid state and spinning.
1: Yeah, I've, I've seen, Yeah, depending on how much you want to put into it, certainly, yes. You can put a lot of money into it. Uh, but, yeah, I thought a solid state and a spinning drive because um, uh, solid state for your core programs and spinning drive to save your games to and everything, kind of what I do on my HP, uh, my big computer over here. Uh, but, yeah, that, that is kind of cool. And to have something you could actually take with you uh, and game would be kind of nice.
2: Yeah, that's, you know, just to be able to lug it around the house and and do gaming. And maybe if I'm nice, I might let the kids use it occasionally, but maybe not yours. <laughs> no. Anyway, so now just going down the list here, we'll move on to Elisa since she, you know, very quickly and very agilely came up with something.
3: I can't tell you much about it because like you just said, Kevin, <laughs> I just did a search and went, oh, this looks good. This is just over $800 on Amazon. It's called a Lava Heat Italia blah, 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 blah fire pit with natural gas. So this looks looks nice. nice. Um, It says it covers about 36 square feet. It runs up to 14 hours with propane. It has a tilt switch auto shut off. It's just one of those fire pits that um, you sit around. It's a square and you can just sit around it and keep nice and toasty in the summer Roast some some marshmallows. I was just talking
0: with my dad about this, in fact, because he has, you know, kind of the old fashioned type that rusted
3: out. So he's got to build a new one. It does. Every time it rains, we've had them and we never use them.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, they do rust out?
3: They do. If it gets caught in the rain, forget it. I've probably bought two or three and then ended up throwing them out. But we did roast marshmallows with them. Well, that's what we do.
0: So it's kind of become a little tradition because we were going back this year, uh, this summer, and we do every every other summer. And I don't know, for the last three trips, probably it's just kind of become a thing. And I mean, I've had I have friends that that I've known since kindergarten that like will come over to my dad's house and we'll sit out there drinking beer and roast marshmallows, and it's just a fun time. I, I love it.
1: Uh, beer I don't care and marshmallows. If it's just
0: a pit in the ground.
3: <laughs> s'mores, well, yeah! You had the, the s'mores.
2: Yeah, but yeah. beer with that?
3: Ooh. <laughs> sure. I don't drink the beer. I okay. yeah. I, uh, I drink the the fireball. That
0: goes better, I think.
1: Fireball, <laughs> yeah. Um, I can support yeah, we, that. Sure. Uh, we bought a fire pit last uh, summer. Uh, we never had one before. We, uh, I extended the patio up back and bought a fire pit. And when the kids came home for the 4th of July, uh, we put a bunch of wood in there. We burned it. It was just kind of fun. They were shooting off fireworks. I we had think the it's fire great. going there. Yeah, I sat there, drink a few adult beverages. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just kind of fun. And uh, it kind of helped keep the bugs away to a certain extent. That's so true. It, yeah. And it was just, it gave you that kind of gathering around the campfire feel.
0: It really did. We just get some some chairs and put them in a circle, and yeah, we stay out there till you know one a.m. or something, and I like far to, enough away from the house.
2: I like to use a flamethrower to get rid of the bugs. You know, <laughs> got that fly. Well,
0: there's there's different ways to skin a cat. There, Kevin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's all about look at the fire, man. No, just kidding. Nope, that's pretty cool. At least I'll have to give you credit for a a a A uh, rectal extraction of a pick that was uh, very good.
0: I Thank think you. I'm gonna go email this to my dad and give him some ideas., so. very timely.
2: <laughs> See, we're helping each other out.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, Melissa, what would you like to share? and I'm not going to read the description you put in the show notes.
0: <laughs> we were always talking about you know cameras and hover on and um drones hovering over a mic, so I thought, why don't we just take it up a notch and let's just go full- on security IP security camera system. So this is a, uh, let's see, this is a, I don't know what GW Oh, GW Security Inc. makes the Security 8 channel 1080p POE NVR HD IP security camera system with six indoor slash outdoor 2.8 to 12 millimeter varifocal zoom night vision 960p security cameras. So I don't know, this looks, I was looking at the price point. I too kind of pulled this out of my ass and I was, but I had sort of an idea. <laughs> I actually did, believe it or not, make this a family discussion. We had dinner. I didn't sacrifice dinner this time. So that's why I'm, I'm not the, the hungry dwarf in, in this episode. Uh, but we, we actually, I asked the kids, I said, so Kevin said that our play money amounted to between eight, eight hundred and and $1,000. So if, if we had play money, what should I spend it on? And they actually came up with some, some pretty interesting, uh, ideas and stuff and so cameras we were just talking about different things and cameras came up on in uh, the topic because so this will be for the future but as a family we've been talking about getting a dog we're, we're gonna add a dog to our family when we come back from our trip oh, god help us yeah <laughs> we, we want to get a puppy i don't know why are we doing this again tell me <laughs> so when we come back we're we're gonna try to embark on that We'll we'll see what happens and so one of the things i thought about is I'm home most of the time and I I actually am seriously considering getting a little, at least one camera to kind of maybe keep in the kitchen for, I was thinking about maybe putting the puppy there for when I go on house calls and then I could, you know, peek at it on on my iPhone and see what it's doing and maybe put on the radio or play some podcasts for it or something. (laughs) So, I don't know, it's something that I'm thinking about. So I want to start, I want to start learning about these, these IP cameras. I know that they can get hacked and you got to make sure you change your password right away.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. Um, I know uh, Shannon Morris on uh, Tech Thing did a review of a couple different ones that were indoor-outdoor. They were magnetic mounts and things like that, and she was showing how she could keep an eye on her cats and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So something like that, you know, they they are useful. Of course, there's the feeders that they have out now that have the cameras built into them, too, so that you can just torture your pet while it's
3: eating
0: a little eyeball in there what are you doing dave
1: i'm sorry dave and i was uh just trying to think of the name and it escapes me but i think um guy talked about on uh i think it was my mac uh or he had posted anyway there's an app you can put on your iphone that'll turn it into a um surveillance camera Uh, that would be a
0: good repurposing tool for old iPhones.
1: Yeah, or even old iPods, uh, anything with a camera in it.
0: Interesting.
1: There is actually, or was an app for your Mac.
2: I know Mark used it. um,
0: Oh, that's a good idea. I have an old laptop I could set
2: up. That made it motion sensitive and would capture stills, not video, but stills. Uh um, Because he would turn it on when they would leave the house, so he could keep Mm -hmm. an eye on things.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: I don't, I don't remember what it's called. He talked about it on the show. It's been, you know, four years ago anyway, probably.
0: <laughs> well, so. One of the things that brought up these, these security camera type things at our dinner conversation was the boys still share a bedroom. They they don't want to be separated. We, I, we offered to split up their room and stuff, but they enjoy... Uh, hanging out together, they're they're best buddies. And but you know they're starting to get bigger. They're starting to complain a little bit about one being a bed hog over the other. And so Lucian said, "I want to I want to set up a camera and record myself sleeping because I want to see who's really the bed hog." <laughs>
1: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I
0: that'd be funny. Uh,
1: okay, I did it. I did a quick search here. Uh, the one I was thinking of was called Many thing. Uh, Many thing. Many thing. Many uh, M a n y m a n y thing. A home security app with cloud DVR. So (laughs) I think I think the app is free, and then if they have in-store purchases or in-app purchases for however many days of video you want to store, I believe. Is this for the iPhone? Yeah, it's an iOS app. How? What are the
0: specs on it? Like, how far back does the what what models does it support, and what OS versions? Like, does it go back to OS nine or
1: early ten? Probably not. Compatible with iOS 6 or later. Oh, Ooh,
0: there you go. See, then you could repurpose an older iPhone.
1: Huh. Yeah, because
0: that's that's what we have. We have two four S's that are starting to get to be where the kids don't even really want to play on them much anymore. Uh ah. that would be a good use for that.
2: Mm-hmm. There you go. More helpful hints from the geekiest show ever. And it since we've I been keep coming back. Yeah, and since we've <laughs> been so helpful, before we go on a bad note. Let's wrap up the show this week, folks. And I do want to make one mention, though, before we wrap up, is next week's Easter here. For those that celebrate Easter, I'm not going to go into the whole thing of what holidays are what. But we have decided to take the week off. So we will not be recording the show next week on what would be the 16th of April. Uh, So we'll be back in two weeks. So. You know, maybe play this podcast at one-third speed so it'll carry you through that time frame. (laughs) You know, instead of speeding it up, slow it down. That way you can hear Melissa go, oh, 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 (laughs) oh.
3: It's more time to enjoy Mike's love goo.
2: That's right. Spread Mike's goo out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah. And there it goes again. Anyway, so uh, we'll start with uh, with the uh, Goo Maven himself. Uh, why don't you tell folks where you can be found, Mike?
1: Well, yeah, contrary to popular belief, I only do Goo on this show, so you don't have to worry about anything else I do out there. Containing said uh, before I mentioned product. But anyway, if you do want to hear me, I'm on uh, Twitter at DSC Tripman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K.
2: Ah, very wonderful. And Miss Pacelli, would you like to tell people where they can find out more about you?
1: On Twitter
3: at SenseiDai, 3GeekyLadies.com. We just released an episode yesterday for uh, episode 101, which is our favorite geeky and non-geeky gifts that we've received over the years.
2: Ah, very good. Very good. Uh, Melissa, would you like to share with the folks where you can be found when not trapped in with us?
0: <laughs> well you can find me pretty much everywhere if you just do a search for the Mac mommy, all one word, no spaces. And I recently started a new podcast with David Ginsberg called In Touch with IOS. So you can look up, look for us in the iTunes store or you can go to our website, in touch with iOS dot com.
2: Wow, wonderful. I'm I still need to get caught up. I need to listen. I'm I'm a little behind, but I will get caught up, I promise. Folks if right, you wanna give you a pass. Yes. <laughs> Folks, if you want to find out more about me, you can go over to twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or if you go to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, uh, that's with two L's like Mike has his two E's. Um, and it links back to Twitter and other things I may have done or crimes I may have committed in the past. If you want to find out more about the show, go to com. Reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. And we thank all of you that have posted those. We really do appreciate it. It helps our show get discovered. And, folks, we do want to say one thing. We want to wish you a happy Easter for next week. And we do want you to remember, between now and the next two weeks, don't forget to hug a geek.
4: This is Mark Chapel of the Essential Mac and the Rampant Mumblings podcast. And this is Carl Madden of the Mac and Fall Show podcast. You know what, Carl? No, never met him. But it's funny how many people ask. No, no, no. I mean, you know what we should do? Get better writers? Well, that goes about saying, no, I think we should merge. Excuse me? Rampant Mumblings, Essential Mac, Mac and Forth should merge. Sounds messy. No, no, no. It'll be good. We can still have all the incisive news, views, and opinions of Rampant Mumblings and Essential Mac along with, well, whatever Mac and Forth has to offer. Hmm. And what should we call this new monster? Uh, I mean, venture. Well, it's still essentially an Apple related show. So why not. How do you like those apples? Catchy, but does it essentially sum up what an Apple show should be about? Alright, how about get your apples here, an apple a day, chatty apple, happy pie, oh, oh just apple no we essentially need something that is more apple related monkey tennis huh no 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 we just need something essentially apple that lets people know we will essentially be discussing apple related things you knuckleheads just call your new
2: podcast the essential apple podcast for when people have essentially run out of good podcasts to listen to
3: should have gone with monkey tennis